Welcome to the Responsibly Different mini-series, exploring the different Be Locals around the United States and Canada. Be Locals are place-based communities of people that are using business as a force for good in their region. Be Locals are made up of people and businesses that are helping to transform the global economy to benefit all people, community, and the planet. Throughout this series, we will hear from different Be Local leaders in their community, and we will learn about the work they are doing and how others can get involved. Break down, it's all said truth, wearing shirts from 1982. Come on, I can show you too. In this episode, Ben and I are going to share our personal experiences being involved with our community's version of Be Locals, as well as sharing the thoughts of some of the other leaders from throughout the U.S. and Canada. These leaders we're bringing into this episode are located in Vancouver, Canada, Portland, Oregon, Wisconsin, New England, Georgia, and Florida. You're going to hear selected quotes from longer conversations that I had with them. The full conversations with each of them can be found as its own episode on the show page, and I encourage you to listen to them. To get to know each of these Be Local leaders for more than just their role on their Be Local. Ben, let's dive into this episode. To start us off, I want to share our personal history with our Be Locals. So for me, before joining Deergo Collective, I sat on the board of Be Local Boston, which is based out of Boston and at the time helped serve B Corps, mostly in Massachusetts, but also in New Hampshire, Maine, Vermont, and Rhode Island. Since then, the board has shifted and mostly focuses on B Corps in Boston, but also throughout Massachusetts. I was the official BLD, or B Corp Leadership Development Conference Chair, for two years, which at the time was a board role. Prior to taking on that role, I was part of the subcommittee for events for a little over a year, helping to plan the events in and around Boston. How about you, Ben? Can you share your experience with your B Local? Yeah, happy to. Uh, and actually, through you, I joined the BLD committee as content chair for the New England Build in both 2021 and 2022. And in that time, I got involved with a group of B Corp leaders here in Maine that are organizing around B Corps, kind of like their own B Local of sorts. Uh, we're not technically a B Local, though, because one criteria of B Locals is a formal agreement with B-Lab, the nonprofit certifying B-Corps. While we do have a relationship and commitment with to B-Lab, we are not a formalized nonprofit yet. So we don't technically qualify as a B-Local under B-Lab's criteria. That being said, we are what B-Lab calls a B-Champions group here in Maine. I imagine in time, Maine B-Corp Champions group will eventually evolve into something more formal like a B-Local. We're just not there yet. Some key points I want to highlight about both of our experiences, Be Locals look different. Even right here in New England, where our states are smaller than others in the country, our communities are asking and need different things. So the way our community comes together and the support B-Lab gives our Be Locals look different based on that community need. B-Lab is the nonprofit that holds B Corps accountable and does the certifying of B Corps. I had the pleasure of catching up with Rose Lavelle, 
the Be Local Program Manager at Be Lab. Here she is explaining a bit more about how Be Local started. You know, I wasn't there, but I've heard lots of great stories and like how things were set up. And I do want to point out that it wasn't B Lab who said, hey, let's start these localized groups of B Corps. It was the community saying, oh, hey, we're all B Corps. We live in the same city. We should connect. Like, let's meet up. Let's share best practices. So it was really grassroots of the community. Like, we just want to be together. And then B Lab noticing that and saying, oh, let's, you know, start a program. Let's, how can we support these groups? Our goal is to support every B local group, no matter what their stage is or their goals are. You know, we want to, to help support them in growing and reaching their goals. And the great thing about this is each B local that has formed, the reason for why they formed or how they started or what they are focused on now can look however they need it to look. Here is Winnie Malumba from the For Good Movement based out of Florida. The For Good Movement was founded to support business communities in Florida that wanted to be more responsible by using business as a force for good. We welcome any type of business, no matter where they are in their B-Corp journey. We just want them to be in community and then it can take them a month, it can take them a year to like get there. And why Florida started their formalized nonprofit is not all that different from the way the board of Be Local Vancouver started. However, their end results are different because they serve different communities. This is Michelle Reed, the current board chair of Be Local Vancouver, talking about her perspective on becoming a B Corp and joining the Vancouver community. Why would a business do this? Um, and so just was really kind of introduced to this whole world of like using business as a force for good and just understanding this whole network of companies that were doing these really cool things um, and just understanding that there was such a power behind it. I really wanted to be in a community where I felt valued um, and, and that I kind of shared those same ideals. I couldn't agree more. I personally feel similar to what Michelle is sharing here. And I think that it's true for a lot of people. We all just want to feel valued to feel like we belong. And to no one's surprise, Nathan Stuck of Be Local Georgia started his Be Local his way by just being in the right room at the right time, showing people that he wanted to find a place where all could feel like they belong. I don't know that I ever envisioned this when I started it, let alone that I'd also have my own company. I think I was just trying to I don't know, be a, a connector and the connecting led to some amazing stuff. Amazing stuff is correct, Nathan. You started Be Local Georgia and seeing all that the group has become is amazing. What we see here with all of these people are very thoughtful leaders, all acknowledging that their communities need help gathering and coming together. And because we are B Corps, we love sharing best practices with one another to find each person's strength and tap into it. Be Locals help to provide that local community connection to do just that. First, you will hear Lisa Giesen-Bauer, current chair of Be Local Wisconsin, sharing a bit about how their group approaches collaboration work while respecting that this is volunteer-led and everyone has their own strengths. Then you'll hear Nathan again with his thoughts on collaboration. We've really, I mean, leaned into what we're good at. And I think because of that, we're able to do things that 
um, might be more challenging for other bee locals if you don't have folks that are, have these experiences. And so really event planning, I mean, we've done some really great events because, because most of our board are really are folks who have, have to done, have done some level of event planning in their professional careers. You know, figure out who your volunteers are, figure out what they're good at and what they're passionate about, and then tap into that. Coming at every conversation from a place of um, mutual respect and understanding, and also grace. Um, my sister-in-law is a minister, and she's always talking about how we, we respond in kindness, and you respond with grace. And I think that's really important because shouting at somebody or getting into a heated debate is it's not the way to go. And um, I know that sometimes people think that that's okay. I'm not a big fan of that. I'm more along the lines of let's work together to come up with an understanding and let's move forward from that place of shared understanding. We need to all be intentionally good and let's all support each other and do business with each other and open doors for each other and, uh, and reimagine capitalism. I think that's what we're trying to do so we can do it together. So Atlanta just has this like energy and this like this vibe to it of like abundance and people trying to collaborate you know so i think that's it it's just like i think we need to stop trying so hard and just do a little more like authentic connecting and finding common ground and meeting people and having conversations and just being and being present i struggle with the idea that silos exist and even within the b corp community i can see how that we try so much to eliminate it like we try so much work in silos that's why we have all these groups and we have all this like yeah the beehive groups and uh, networks but i think to some extent we still fall short of working in silos this last voice was winnie again from florida and this small part of the larger conversation where winnie and Brittany start talking about silos in her full episode is definitely worth checking out for sure the two of them talk about how historically working culture in the West is often viewed through an individualistic lens. It's your work, your thoughts, your time put into the project. But now, and especially in the B Corp community, as we have seen and heard from these B local leaders, everyone wants to support each other and share their experience and what they have learned, done, or know because we have seen how much more we can accomplish together. The reality is working in silos with your head down will not get you any further in today's modern work culture. From the conversation with Kel Moody, chair of Be Local PDX, which serves Portland, Oregon, Kel shares a similar sentiment. I've really just been very involved and very absorbed in it um, and committed a lot of time to this community. And I it's, you know, paid back in, you know, all sorts of different reciprocal ways, uh, tenfold at least, um, just the value of relationships and so I think the Bicop community, um, you know, is, is, is a great community to be in. And the beauty about being in a community is it requires the participation of all stakeholders for it to really be transformative and successful. These two, Kel and Winnie, weren't in the same conversation, but because they both fully believe in the B Corp movement and are part of it, the feeling they share is mutual. You get out what you put in. And for these two, they are putting a lot of work into this movement and seeing the benefits of that hard work. One thing that I really respected was this sharing moment that happened both with Lisa from Wisconsin and Winnie from Florida 
uh, in the conversations they had with you, Brittany, about how they might not always agree with their entire board about every issue, but how their B locals are still able to come to the table together and find commonality. As a sociologist, when I talk to anybody, I find where we have commonality points. And so I think we need to establish shared meaning. And then from that shared meaning, you can have a conversation. Uh, We all have, you know, common things that we care about from a personal level or a professional level. So when we develop communities that acknowledge and support these values that we care about, then we are just doing ourselves a huge favor, really, by lightening, you're lightening the stress loads that we face every day just by existing in the world, you know. Not to completely shift gears on you all, but one of my favorite things to talk about with the Be Local leaders was the challenges that they see for their group and how they are overcoming these. Rose says it best. Yeah, I think, you know, each Be Local, as I, as we know, they're all different. They experience different issues, but we have seen common threads. And a lot of times it's around engagement and governance and succession of leaders. And Kel from PDX talks about the event struggles that they all saw. I think that events are a really good way to get people feeling excited and and feeling hopeful and optimistic. Yeah, I mean, you know, being the board chair through the pandemic was really challenging. Uh, You know, I think it was hard to maintain engagement because there was so much going on for people. And on some level, I'm kind of like, I don't, we couldn't have expected anything other than that. Um, But there was some good support shown through it. And I think it was, I think we're at this point where we're kind of shifting what our expectations are around event engagement. I think, you know, as much as our events, people seem to find our events, you know, through feedback that we get, seem to find them really valuable and worthwhile. The attendance is still not where it was. Um, And I think there's just a general shift in people's priorities. Um, You know, I think that people are really getting burnt out from virtual events. So we're kind of leaning away from, from doing more of that. But we also, you know, are seeing less attendance in our in-person events. And I think that's partially because people are just being really judicious about where they are choosing to spend their time. And I actually totally think that's great. I think, you know, maybe we just need to shift our, what does success look like from, you know, max number of people to just the quality of, of the event itself and the quality of the engagement. Because I think we are getting really strong quality engagement. We are having really meaningful um, events. And it's been, I think, you know, just a different way of looking at success. Um, the other challenge that we've experienced that I think a lot of the B Corp community experiences is just like trying to make sure that our community is is representative of the diverse voices that exist in in the business world. Absolutely. It's so important to always be striving for authentic and inclusive representation, not just at our events, but also within our business communities as a whole. I really appreciated Nathan's perspective on how he's approaching this work in Georgia. Tawana was like, I'll take on the Jedi work and making sure that you know, what we're doing and what our strategy is. And, um, because I'm passionate about that work, but I shouldn't be the one doing that work. Um, I should be the one supporting that work. 
he came to his own realization that he needs to step back and support, but he can't and shouldn't be the one leading this charge. I commend this realization. Well, and similarly, Wisconsin created a committee to support this work. Lisa and her board created the Liberatory Action Committee, which I found really interesting. So this is the definition Derry brought to our com- to the board, and then the whole board approved it. The Liberatory Action Committee exists to anchor justice, dignity, and liberty at the center of Be Local Wisconsin's foundation, our pro- programmatic functions, our visionary direction, and statewide impact. So in layman's terms, basically, we're going to be running all of the different committee activities through the Liberatory Action Committee to make sure that we are really centering these uh, these concepts um, of justice, dignity, and liberty into all of our actions, which I am beyond excited about. I'm, I'm, so, I'm so happy to have Derry on our board. One thing that Lisa really leans into is having her committee chairs create their own committee names and to define what the purpose of that committee is. It all goes back to the idea that we shared earlier from her, about honing in on what your volunteers are good at and tapping into that, giving them the freedom to create what their own work looks like. That makes a ton of sense. And I think it's super brilliant on their part. Uh, I know Be Local Vancouver has their version to help with representing underrepresented groups by having a justice, equity, diversity and inclusion chair. Here's Michelle talking about events and how this work manifests at those events. Be Local Vancouver is one of... Only the four B locals actually has a Jedi chair. And so I think there's a real opportunity kind of leading up to Champions Retreat for us to really kind of ask ourselves, um, what is our approach to reconciliation and how are we actually interacting with the different Indigenous nations that are here in Vancouver? And, And what could that possibly even look like? And I think, you know, we're always telling other folks to be brave, but, you know, I think it's it's kind of time for us to maybe lean a bit more into that work and be a bit more brave ourselves as we kind of lead up to, to Champions Retreat and beyond, um, really, because it's uh, it's relationship building and, um, you know, what role do we kind of play in that? So And so understanding that, you know, how can we provide this? We've been providing in English. How do we bring French translation into this? Um, and so, uh, it's really exciting this year. Um, you know, and I think last year was the first year we started collaborating with other B locals and we were like, Hey, do you, you know, in Canada, do you want to join us? You know, do you want to be part of the planning process in terms of speakers and things like that? And so we've, um, continue that collaboration uh, this year. Um, In Never Tried Before, in October, we are going to do one. uh, Be Local Quebec will be kind of being the lead um, and we'll be supporting, but it will be um, mostly in French. Michelle here is talking about how their Be Local in Vancouver joined forces with Be Local Quebec to host events as part of their BLD and to ensure their events are accessible for all. They will be hosting future events in French to accommodate the French speakers across the various provinces in Canada. While Vancouver is working to host events in a way that's easy for all Canadians to attend and on topics that they all want to learn about, the Florida community is very focused on advocacy. It's just we have to also redefine what 
advocacy means to us as an organization and to what extent do we want to be involved with and how do we want to do it how do we want to train our, our our business members to like be a part of it so it's, it's i think it's a whole beast in its own and we have to be careful on how we want to address it florida businesses have been pressured hard to understand where they stand we commend the for good movement for helping lead this charge for businesses in florida who are navigating this at a time when they are also being challenged by other conversations. Being that, you know, we have been in existence for five years, typically, you know, you tend to revise your strategic plan every five years and look at like, oh, what are we going to do in the next five years? What's our long-term goal? So we are in that state where we are trying to identify how we want to grow, where we want to go, what we want to do, who we want to involve. And that is usually like a really um, intense process because it involves a lot of players and uh, you have to have hard conversations as well. Like, who do we really want to be in our community? Speaking of growing with intention, something that I picked up on that I thought was really cool and a really great model uh, for not just Be Locals, but honestly, any nonprofit uh, are some of the practices that Be Local PDX are implementing in Portland, Oregon. So they realized that they needed more time to onboard their incoming board members and having more overlap time with the folks that are rotating off the board. In doing that, the process is going to benefit the organization as a whole so much more and really uh, improve uh, folks onboarding and that knowledge transfer of the folks coming off the board. Um, We're actually starting recruitment for 2024 this month. Uh, We decided to – we used to do recruitment for the following year in like October and have selections made by like the end of November and then just have people start right away. This year, we're starting it early because we want to create, we want the last quarter of the year to have opportunities for shadowing because it just, we realized that when we brought new members, board members in, it took them sometimes like a quarter or maybe two to really kind of get their toes wet and really understand what we did and how we did it. And so we just realized that there was so much catch up and and kind of onboarding that was happening that it just, it really limited our ability to move things forward quickly. All this to say, all the B-locals are working to support their communities in what they see that they need. Some groups have really become sustainable in terms of revenue, um, in succession and recruitment, in kind of collective action journeys, regularly convening and connecting like opportunities and events, um, having a very connected B-Corp community, B Corp partnerships and collaboration, that's kind of leads, the connection leads to those collaborations and partnerships and successful events and uh, B Corp leadership development conferences or build conferences, as I know, you know, Brittany, <laughs> and um, becoming formalized or organized like as organizations. So not for profits, fiscally sponsored. And yes, tap into all the B locals where your business touches not just the be local for the community where your company is headquartered. Encourage your remote workers to get involved in their communities. And when we think about future hopes and plans, Rose shared her thoughts from her perspective at B-Lab. Years I'd like to see sustainable and formalized organizations that are be locals that are strong 
and there's a strong and healthy partnership between be locals and be lab us in canada i also want to see be locals who would like that that they're in a position to hire staff so they could lead to more capacity i would also like to see 100% of the b corps in us and canada have a be local group to engage with right now we're around 80% um and one thing i'd like to leave with is you know, I've been working with my colleagues, Becca Cork and Carson Bolding on network strategy. So this includes be locals as well as other groups based around, you know, identity, role, industry or impact. We would like to see that there is a network for everybody. We're going to leave you with some wisdom from Nathan. No, I think, you know, I mean, I love this community. I think everybody knows that. Um, I'm grateful for this opportunity to come on. I appreciate you having me. Um, it's been great getting to know you over the last really like two years as we got to know each other on those build planning calls. And now we're like old friends, um, you and Ben. And it's like, I just like, it's just fun to see your face and, and, and watch your success. And, um, yeah, I just hope everybody like, you know, come to build Southeast, you know, come down if you're ever in Atlanta, like, and like some people from climate first bank are coming up next week. Like I'm happy to try to set something up or plan something or get you out, get you to a happy hour, like meet some of the community. So like whatever I can do, um, and obviously keep your, your, in, your eyes on your inbox. Cause you might get a note from me saying I'm coming. Um, but yeah, I just, I just continue to all be intentionally good and let's all support each other and do business with each other and open doors for each other and, uh, and reimagine capitalism. I think that's what we're trying to do so we can do it together. Thank you for tuning into this episode. Ben and I learned so much from these conversations with be local leaders from all over the U.S. and Canada. This community of people, they are so welcoming and willing to share everything. It's truly amazing. We feel so honored to be in community with them. I hope that from this conversation, you learned something new from one or all of them. And if you want more, Remember that what you just heard was only a tiny bit of the full conversation that I had with each one of them. Depending on when you're listening to this episode, each day following the release of this overview episode, we will be dropping one of the full conversations with each of the Be Local leaders. So check out the show page for each of those. Michelle shares so much about inclusivity at events. Kel talks about the succession planning their board has learned over the years. Lisa highlights how remote workers might be a whole new area for you to tap into for your community building. Nathan shares his secrets to being intentional when networking. Winnie shares how important community is and how working with them drives the work forward. And Rose, she does a great job talking about the success and challenges and hopes for the future with each be local and be lab. Needless to say, they are each so special of conversations and were so very fun to record. Thank you all for listening to them, for being a part of this community, for pushing us to continue to bring you this meaningful content. I'm honored to be the one having these conversations. If there is one thing I can leave you with as homework, 
it's to visit the Be Local website and find which Be Local is closest to you. Don't worry, I'm going to link it in the show notes. These Be Local communities, they want to welcome you. They want to work with you. They want to see you and meet you. So reach out to them. Attend their next event. Okay. Thanks so much for listening today. I hope you come back for another episode. Until next time, be responsibly different. Break down to wholesome truth wearing shirts from 1982. Come on. This episode was produced by Brittany Angelo and Ben Marine. Music was titled Bright Future. Bright Future was licensed by certified B Corp Marmoset Music. To access more resources on how you can use business as a force for good, visit responsiblydifferent.com. Responsibly Different is a project of Deergo Collective. Deergo Collective is a certified B Corp and 1% for the Planet member dedicated to amplifying mission-driven brands through data-driven strategies. To learn more about Deergo Collective, visit deergocollective.com. That's D-I-R-I-G-O collective.com. Or visit the link in your podcast player. Thank you for tuning in. We appreciate you. Thank you.